0: Does a normal fire extinguisher have that much clouds in it?
1: Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at a to Z horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Hockey players what more ass, Jack. That's true. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who's gone full jackass. It's Mark. Hello. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2015's Green Room, uh, which is another in our line of listener suggestions here. And Jake, this one came from your real-life brother, Wade.
2: My real-life brother, our real-life one-of-musicians.
1: Yeah, they did the the music. Uh, super Bear, Super Bear without the A. It's a great for, plug. For the, uh, for the intro and outro music. Highly
2: professional read by Jack.
1: Thank you. It's, it's, it no, I think
2: it's Super Bear. Without the space Without the A Oh that's what it is You know
1: what I apologize Wade Sorry about that And we will dive All the way Into the green room uh, Real soon And fair warning When we do We're going to spoil The living shit out of it Mm. Uh, But first We've got to do The getting drunk part So on that score Let's do beers for fears Now Jake Yeah I started all happy there. I'm not happy about this Beers for Fears segment. You should be.
2: The number of beers is fine. You're blowing it out of proportion.
1: Look, last week, you lost your mind on me because I brought a growler and had no. a number of Pabst no. Blue Ribbon Tallboys. No.
2: no. Okay. No. Okay. That's not what happened. That is exactly no. what happened. No, last week, I asked. You oh we discussed you getting the beer and you rolled in the door with one bomber and then you grabbed a few miscellaneous beers out of your fridge yes
1: Pabst Blue Ribbon Tallboys Boys this, notably this
2: week I asked you if you wanted me to get the beer and I went and got six Tallboys and I brought a bomber so I brought seven if you want to keep counting by ounces way more than that beers and the main beer the beer that we are drinking for this podcast is PBR which actually fits the film look do not come at me look
1: my beer my grab my bomber also fit the film you and almost the total said difference again. between our performances you called mine disgraceful. my performance is
2: awesome the total
1: difference is one pbr tall boy that it, you did not this drink is last not
2: week. this is so different it uh, is bad va- this is a vastly different why situation. the fuck
1: are we drinking pbr why does it fit the movie because you they drink the it in a shitload
2: is, in the movie and it's yeah. music and all musicians drink pbr
1: yeah fine guys fine.
0: guys i have an update uh yeah. ernie has has listened to this conversation and he's weighed in and uh he thinks that jack has a legitimate gripe here
2: bam why ernie, for the win this is not a legitimate gripe. This is asinine.
0: This is—it's what Ernie says. We had him calibrated and fixed in pots and pans and those jokes, you know. Well, yeah, Ernie's I mean, been would... wrong
2: for like the last month, so I'm just going to go ahead and assume he's continuing to be wrong. So, nope, he's been calibrated by NIST now. By NIST, NIST, Jake. By he's been calibrated by vapor.
0: No, 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 no. NIST, NIST with an N I S T, the National Institute of Standards and Traceability, or whatever.
1: He's wrong. <laughs> They're wrong. <laughs> wow. Okay. Fuck, Mark. Okay, God, what what is your fucking beer? If you're not Jesus. going for
0: the PBR thing, this is a pretty hard movie to beer. Um so I went with Combat Wombat. Combat Wombat by okay. Yeah,
2: there's combat in the movie. There's there a is lot of combat, combat in the movie. And there's not combat really a wombats wombat. on both sides. Okay, whatever. If you call everyone, if if all of the minions, the skin headed minions are wombats, then yeah. All sure. those red they lasers, they're all wombats. Yep. <laughs>
1: But drinking beer and screaming at each other for it isn't maybe the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We've also maybe experienced some other stuff in the horror world. Experienced. experienced. We've had some other shit rocking our horror worlds. I'm going to go in first here because I'm continuing my uh, list of movies. I'm rattling off three a week of movies I watched while on vacation. Uh, So here are my next three in that list. These ones kind of share a common theme here. Uh, The first one on my list is Hide and Seek from 2005. This is a, what, Robert De Niro and Dakota Fanning joint, uh, kind of a psychological thriller. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, I remember this one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Look, been trying Robert to come up with the name of this movie for a long fucking time in my head.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's rough. <laughs> it could be called any number of different generic horror movie titles and they'd all fit.
0: Hit us with it. What's your list?
1: Uh, I I don't, didn't, don't anything prepared. Nice. Uh, No, but, no, but. And moving on. (laughs) Look, this movie is watchable for the Robert De Niro and actually Dakota Fanning performances. They're very strong. It's not watchable for a lot of other reasons. It's a pretty generic psychological thriller. But. Where'd you um, watch it? This one I watched on uh, Amazon. I think it was free because my wife started a subscription to uh, Cinemax or some th- something like that. I don't know. So it cost um, you the
0: subscription to Cinemax?
1: Well, no. We, we canceled it after a week. We did the week-free watch. Check.
0: I'm convinced that you still get charged for at least one week when you do those things.
1: Well, I've literally never checked, so I, it's impossible to know. I've You're definitely multiple, still paying like... for it, then. You've now paid for a month <laughs> of Cinemax. <laughs> Yeah, so that's thing the first. What's the, uh, the s- what's
0: the general like texture of the movie? What's the genre? What-
1: yeah, so it's it's I, I say it's a, a psychological thriller. Right, nothing supernatural here is happening. I don't want to give away too much in case you do want to see it. Robert De Niro's performance is very good. This is one where. You know, weird shit's happening, there's some family tragedies, and then maybe Robert De Niro isn't who he seems he is, maybe he's not doing stuff the movie seems to indicate he's doing, it's all very unclear, you're not sure what's real at certain points. And are there candles in the movie? There are candles in the movie, yes. That's
0: literally the only thing I remember about this movie, is that I remember there was a scene (laughs) with candles in it.
1: That might be all I remember in the future, (laughs) (laughs) including the title of it, because it's pretty forgettable.
0: It's very forgettable.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next one I watched is on Netflix. I downloaded it uh, from Netflix streaming. It's Terrifier.
3: Oh, oh yeah. I want to see this. Movie. Clown dude. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This is a 2017 scary clown movie. Yes, um, it is. And look, it's nothing beyond that. Uh, I, so it is a legitimately terrifying. This is one of the scariest clowns I've ever yeah, seen in my say, life. i this
2: clown looks fucked up, which the, is cool.
1: The makeup and the acting on the clown okay. are tremendous. It's fucked up and really scary. Good. Uh, it gets less scary based on the clown's behavior and inability to observe and assess a situation and murder people efficiently.
2: Not good at ocular
1: pat-downs. But uh, not good at ocular pat-downs. Sucks. But like, the opening few scenes where the two very attractive women are being terrorized by this clown like, as they go about their, their night is fantastic. Uh, it's also very gory, and the gore is very good, I think, uh, on the most part. There's a, and this is
2: a pretty cheap movie, I Think. I think that's right. I haven't seen it. I think if the the gore that's looks right. Good. Then hey, the gore does. It doesn't
1: always look good, but the parts that look good look very good, including a full disembowelment yeah, okay. of a naked woman hanging upside down that looks tremendous.
2: Um, it looks <laughs> as, just
1: as far fantastic. as that kind of stuff can look tremendous. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm just um, gonna
0: not comment on that. So yeah.
1: here's here's what's wrong with the movie. Number one, this is the most durable final girl in all of horror. Maybe really,
0: I this, doubt
1: that. This is up there. This fucking woman takes such a beating. Like, her her first injury, spoiler alert, is she gets stabbed in the leg six or seven times by the scary clown in different places, and it looks like he just rips her entire Achilles tendon out. Um, she's running in two scenes later in the movie. She gets shot multiple times. She gets beaten and bludgeoned. She gets stabbed, and she just keeps on fighting throughout the entire movie. That's some serious so,
0: plot armor you got on.
1: Yeah, that's it's pretty rough. Uh, that's her. rough. The choreography on the fight scenes is comically bad. Mm. Every time she's in close quarters with this clown, it is the least believable thing you've ever seen.
0: Mm. Because it's of really... because of the editing or because like legitimately no, you're no. just sort of like slow dancing and then. Yeah, like they're they're over.
1: grappling on the ground and, and this woman who's like, I don't know, maybe seventy pounds smaller than this this clown is slapping him and knocking him back, and then he's stabbing through her leg, and then she's countering with a punch to his head that sends him flying. It's just really bad choreography. Really, really unbelievable. Not the editing. It's actually not chopped all to shit, uh, but it, maybe it should have been, because it's bad.
0: Did it seem like they were going for, like, a slapsticky thing, or is it just... Legiti- no. Okay, cool.
1: No, it's just legitimately bad. Yeah. And then it also clearly... Like, this is nothing... I said this is nothing more than a murderous clown. Uh, it's It's almost no plot. A clown attacks a woman, because clowns
2: i'm actually happy about that it if it had like too much of a plot i think that would remove from what this movie should be this movie is supposed to just be a <laughs> clown creepy clown attacking women that's I all ab- it's supposed to be clown I attacks agree woman with that. but
1: also there's a bank heist i well, know but right? also there is uh the clowns he's maybe partner it. in crime yeah he's a woman because of all talks to a doll he like her baby for maybe seven minutes of to pad the runtime clearly oh, for no reason other line. than just to be frightening
2: this is sub 90 still right
1: uh what do you mean? Oh, sub-90. Yeah, I think it's still sub-90. I didn't wow. write down the exact it's, length. It's 72 it, minutes it doesn't long. It's definitely not too long. Uh, but, oh, okay. I mean, overall, I think this is a recommend if you know what you're getting into, which is just a, a gore fest and a terrifying fucking clown. But it's worth it for one of the scariest clowns I've ever seen. So, I,
0: I have a two-hour flight coming up tomorrow, and I'm afraid Hey-o. of flying and desperately seek to escape from it when it's happening to me. Should I watch this movie? So,
1: so plane is interesting. I did watch this on a plane. Uh I was lucky enough to be sharing a row with my lovely wife and nobody else. There's a substantial amount of nudity and uh So don't know, like put it on my new happening. big phone
0: and like hold it up above my head for the kid behind me to look at. Yeah.
1: I mean or maybe do, right? Maybe if you want that experience, but no, it's going to draw some fucking eyes. Yeah,
2: people are going to see through the cracks between the seats too. like it's just not a great plane movie, I wouldn't think. <laughs> it's not a I great plane movie unless a you little, want a to be projecting a to Z that Z horror
0: image. legal corner. Uh can I get in trouble for that?
1: Uh no, I mean no. This is not legal advice, but no. Well, okay, but cool. okay.
2: So, question though: Maybe he can't get in trouble. I'm doing heavy air quotes here, but could he get into a situation where he's having to spend too much time defending the fact that he's not? Doing a flight attendant wrong? could ask you to turn it off. That's that's not not might that might happen. Big a deal. Whatever. That might happen. Okay. That's that's a sl- small thing. I was talking. Could he be like? And, and look, I'll say this. The the
1: clown stuff is the bulk of it. The gore and uh, the gore is, is smaller than that, so it's on screen for less time. And the nudity is way less than the gore. So there's only a couple of nudity scenes. So
0: well, I like to um, I like to sit on the aisle and I like to put my phone in a selfie stick and hold it out
1: in the aisle. <laughs> hey everybody, you're look just at this. Like yeah, this. the People Backing. share your experience. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, but I would give it a recommend, especially if you, I mean, especially if you know what you're getting into. It's worth a watch for, for the clown. The yeah. third one is one of the worst movies I've seen in quite some time. Nice. This is a movie that Amazon Prime recommended to me as a, as a, a horror
2: movie available on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I was sure this was going to be a lost bet movie, and you have so many of those on Well, look, list. I
1: hadn't lost that many bets when I was on vacation. Those are on the list. I've seen some of those, too. These, this is, I'm starting from the beginning.
2: Okay, what is this?
1: It's called Entity.
2: Uh, okay, I know um, nothing about this
1: movie. Look, this is a... Sort of found footage. It does that thing where it's found footage half the time, and then it just randomly switches to omniscient camera. Oh, good. Those are my favorites. Fuck. Yep. This is. uh, It's it's one of those ones where there's just it it the the conceit of the movie is a it's it's filmed in 2013. The conceit of the movie is that a camera crew in 2010 excuse me 2010 is (laughs) fuck you. This movie's that bad. Investigating uh, some weird disappearances of people in Russia in the 90s. And superna- They bring a psychic with them. It's a TV crew. They they just exposit the whole plot of the movie with the two TV people talking to one another in found footage. It's bad. The ghost. Uh, spoiler alert. There's ghosts. The psychic sees ghosts. It's not oh, a no, ghost. She's an entity. Uh, no. She sees ghosts almost immediately, and they are they are just a superimposition of a different shot of people, but then filmed at fifty percent opacity. That is the full extent of the ghost effects. So they it's have.
0: like 1940s style.
1: Halfway see through people. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. This movie was made in 2013. I, like um, it. I can dig and it. And then it just degenerates into them. Okay. Now we've got to chase this entity into a decrepit facility of some kind. I don't think it's a hospital, but it's essentially an old, haunted, abandoned hospital. And it's just a. They chase the every, ghost hit, into the thing, into the hospital? They follow it. They follow it there. Okay. Um,. Okay. I was pretty angry at this they point. They chase the ghost. And... The ghost runs for some reason. Then it's just a a, a... a If every horror movie trope you've ever seen was shoved together but done with the worst effects you could imagine, and the worst writing and acting you could imagine, this is that.
0: Okay, okay. Very important question.
1: Yes, sir. This or uh, Spirit in the Woods? So, it's interesting. This is clearly a bigger budget movie and should be better. Uh, I would rather watch this again over spirit in the woods cuz spirit of the woods is a uniquely detestable experience. Um, Did you
2: like spirit in the woods less than Gracefield Incident? Uh, oh yes, oh, absolutely. Okay. I
1: absolutely like spirit in the woods less than okay. Gracefield. Incident.
0: I okay. would I would go back and watch Gracefield Incident right fucking now. <laughs> At least Gracefield Incident is interesting in how
1: bad it is. Yeah. Okay. It, it's,
0: <laughs> okay. Gracefield Incident's preposterously interesting.
1: And Entity is slightly more interesting in how bad it is. Okay. It's still very bad.
2: Understanding the distinction now. Yes.
1: So that's, that's all. That's all I've got.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, check out uh, Terrifier, though. That's worth a watch.
2: Terrifier. It's on my list. Betting
1: 300, it. Jack. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> what, uh, what else has been rocking your horror world? Yeah, I, guess I feel like can... I've been talking forever.
2: Yeah, you have. I, I feel like I'll take up less time this week. I have one to add. It's been busy. Um, I watched Unsane which is a hard movie title to to say. Yeah, that's tough. Just to articulate. This is like a Steven Satterberg joint. It has Claire Foy. It has Matt Damon in a cameo. It has fucking Josh Leonard as one of the stars. (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) Matt Damon cameo? Yeah, Matt Damon's in this movie for a hot minute. This is my number one of the year. Matt Damon yet. is in this movie for a minute. Matt Damon's cameo in a lot of stuff. He's in Thor, yeah. Ragnarok. It's weird though. Okay, so it's weird when Matt Damon comes in this movie. You're like, damn, Matt Damon's in this thing. But like Claire Foy's in it, and she's, I guess, stars a lot. You could say alongside Josh Leonard from Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, I should say. <laughs> uh, this is basically a movie about a woman who unknowingly admits herself into an insane asylum, and things proceed from there horror ensues she she had a stalker in the past that's josh leonard's character and she thinks she starts seeing this guy in the insane asylum that she's in for a week that's pretty neat it's this is a movie so (laughs) listeners this is a movie this, this is a movie that steven soderbergh shot entirely on an iphone I think I
1: remember reading about
2: that so, gimmick. To, I also to, don't care about that gimmick. That gimmick's when, been around for like we four make, years. There were films we made make, on an
0: iPhone 4 that I remember being decent.
2: When we make the joke about how you can make a movie on an iPhone and have it look better than a lot of the other movies that come out. Are we wrong about that? It's totally untrue if you do it with a certain style, I would say. I've seen a couple of these, and this is by far the best. Obviously, you have someone at the helm who is a proven good director, and you're working with good talent, so you can kind of just focus in when you need to. It doesn't look good, but it's kind of channeling sort of a voyeuristic, B-level kind of old-school thing, and it works really well in this case. There's a lot of really interesting imagery here bit of a slow burn i would say it's more it's like a (laughs) psychological thriller so what do you want right it's it's kind of giving you exactly what you would expect in that regard did you
1: say what year it is this year oh shit
2: yeah this movie came out this year i feel like i'm i'm doing a lot of these movies where it's like you should see this movie from 2018
0: i feel like we've collectively said the word slow burn about 745 times in the last three
2: recordings (laughs) Well, that's because you watched all those period pieces, Mark. Yeah, I got more of those. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, good. Continuing on with them. I I think that this movie is definitely, this is definitely a recommend for me, but I don't know if I would put it at the top of the list simply because while this, I understand why this fits within the, the genre and what fans of the genre like, this is not out and out horror. Okay. It's, I mean, it's like a situation that is uncomfortable because she is in this loony bin. And you throw in Josh Leonard's character, but it takes a long time to go beyond that. And when it does, it's 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 good from a horror standpoint, but it's nothing you haven't seen. Right. Okay. So it's it's just it's not one that I would put at the top of the list from a strictly horror standpoint. But it's an interesting little flick, and it has talent.
0: Nice. And where did you like did you watch this anywhere? In, is it on a thing or do you? This, have to pay yeah,
2: for yeah, it? yeah. Good question. You can stream this if you have Prime for free oh. right now. Right. So if you have Prime, go and check it out. Alternatively can you download you can stream shit Entity. on Prime?
1: Some. It's, it's really unclear to me what meets that bar and what doesn't, and some of it has really weird restrictions. Like, you have to watch it within—there's like a, a ticking clock on how long you have to watch it after you download it, even, but you can download some stuff on Prime.
0: Interesting.
2: Okay.
1: And I'm ch- sure that it's just because the contracts are all a fucking nightmare,
2: but— all right, Mark, let's hear about your British period pieces. Uh, I'm going to punt on those
0: one more week. There's two Good. that I want to talk about. This kind one I wanted em. to
2: wait until Jack
0: was back for. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: this one. Jack's back. Jack's I don't back. really
0: know why, but I Jack's feel like back. you just should hear this. I watched a movie called The Blackwell Ghost on Amazon Prime for free. The runtime okay. of this movie is 60 minutes. I'm in. Yeah. Dude, and you should be in. So I, I saw this movie on a list uh, from iHorror on the movies like least dependent on jump scares insofar okay. as this doesn't have jump scares and the way it builds tension, Thank you. therefore, is kind of interesting, right?
2: <laughs> I would hope so, yeah. It would have to be.
0: Uh, this is, I should also, disclaimer, this is also the a movie tailor-made for my preferences. It's about a pair of ghost hunters that go to live in a house. <laughs> and it's all found footage, and they're looking for ghosts.
1: There you go. Yeah. All right, mean, why is it found footage? Is it just because they need to record their findings, or are they a TV show? It's one hunting? of those.
0: It's it's sort of like. Uh, it's well, not grave encounters. Yeah. It's one of it's 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 a TV show. Basically, he's recording. Oh, he it has is all grave the it cameras. Is grave <laughs> Jake, Great. you spoke too soon. Yeah. He also runs around with a handy cam, pointing it at things. Um, pretty well made movie. I I really I think the unique thing about this one that I love the most is just that it's sixty minutes long. Um, yeah, that's like, literally, if you're planning on watching an episode of Black Mirror or something like one of those Netflix movies that are at, or ne- Netflix television shows that are like an hour long, just slot this one instead. Right?
1: And it's also interesting because as conventions change, right, not everything's made to come out as a big release in in theaters and all that shit. So, I mean, the the standard runtime for movies kind of developed how it did because of their release format. So as that changes, why not fuck with that format? And and I think that
2: the digital age has obviously, to your point, Jack, has made that. I I think there is a stigma around the non-feature length film that we need to get away from. Because it sounds, I'm, I'm, you know, going back to Mark watched this a while ago. Like he and I talked about this while he was visiting, while you were still on vacation, Jack. Yep. And he was like, "I gotta wait to talk about it." But that movie was really good. And we watch a lot of horror movies, so if you're saying that, and I, listener, believe it or not, I, I do think we have somewhat trustworthy opinions at times. <laughs> I, I think that's an in, the interesting point to be made here is that you no longer have to be that released in theaters. Either full fledged or a limited release, even like feature length film that's digital, straight to digital. Like you can be a shorter format film and have it not be stigmatized. Yeah,
1: no, totally. I think it's a good call. Sixty
2: is kind of long. Sixty is a weird no man's land. But if it does what it needs to do, and it still feels like a if it feels like it's complete, and that's the amount of time it takes, then that's what it should be.
3: Right. So,
0: it did feel totally complete. Uh the other thing that I wanted to mention on this is this is the first movie that I've so the way they released it it's all like the people who are acting in it don't there is no credits anywhere which helps with the 60 minute runtime thing. It does. It's legitimately. It legitimately is supposed to be like a video that was uploaded to YouTube, and this is the first time I've seen a found footage movie since the Blair Witch Project, wherein you Google it, trying to figure out who made it, and you come up with websites of like, wait, is this real? Is this real?
1: That's amazing. <laughs> now, I love okay. if you
0: read any of those articles. Paragraph two starts with, "No, no, it's, no. Not, it's not real." <laughs> not real. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that people are actually like going out there to look for whether or not, like, to ask the question
2: is is pretty cool. Well, that's awesome. yeah, it lends to the believability that they were able to achieve, right?
1: And honestly, that's how you're. That's how you're going to get the next Blair Witch project, that kind of thing, right? Is just uploading something to YouTube under an account with like no fucking subscribers, right? Uploading exactly. your your do movie. You have to do too. the
0: Marble Hornets
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. Which and, I think um, will be really hard to do again. I think it'd be really the hard the Marble to do Hornets that again. thing would. Yes. Yeah.
0: So so that's the Blackwell Ghost. It's available on Amazon Prime for free. There is a Blackwell Ghost two that I have not seen and probably will just not see. Yeah. But go well. I am intrigued. I might get drunk one night and just buy it. I don't know.
1: And did you say, hey, watch this? He,
0: yes. Like three or four it. times. I Amazon, is it just Amazon said that, actually. He just, it was on one Amazon of the last Prime. things he
1: did. Fuck. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> it's <laughs> hard work. to listen to you for a long time.
0: Uh, this next one's going to be a good transition into our feature presentation. I watched yeah. the movie Thoroughbreds. Okay. Yeah, all right. This is, uh, this is Anya Taylor-Joy and Elizabeth Clark, whose name I think I have already messed up.
1: Numerous. Yes, you times. almost certainly. Yes. I think you messed up. Know right if you're now. doing it right. This I don't time. think it's yeah, Elizabeth I, Clark.
0: I straight up. I look. If you're out there listening, I am sorry. I cannot keep your name straight. She's not, dude. Sorry. Emilia
1: Clark is the woman from Game of Thrones. Oh, Elizabeth. And that's
0: Cook? not. I think it's Elizabeth Cook. There God you go. You got it, guys. I did it. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Cook. Fuck. Oh Jesus, fucking. I, you Christ. know, the funny thing is, I have it written in my notes right in front of me, and I didn't read them, <laughs> and I still <laughs> struggled.
1: See, Mark, even you can't listen to you.
0: Uh, yeah, basically.
1: God.
0: But also notable, uh, Anton Yelchin is in this movie. I think this is his final film credit.
1: Okay, so that's interesting. So The Green Room is the final film Just that Green released Room. before he died, right? Just yeah, Green and
0: then Room. he was still working on like Star Trek, and I think the Driftless area came out. And this one is like a solid year and a half after he died, and it all it caught us all by surprise. It was just, I guess, sitting on a shelf for that long or something. And I feel like maybe this is just me reading into the situation, but I feel like you can kind of tell that things went south as they were filming, because minor spoilers here, but the Anton uh, arc in this movie sort of just disappears. <laughs> just kind it of is sort of <laughs> oh, Yeah. Um, wow. Anton. I feel like I feel like this was the direction maybe they originally intended it to go, and they needed like two or three more scenes. And instead mm. of doing that, they just like didn't make those scenes and okay. exposited it away. I don't feel like it ultimately hurts the overall arc of the movie, but that's good. I do feel that's like a hard there's one a weird to deal with, right? In the in like the last third, that you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> We're doing that's something an interesting completely thing,
1: different now. How movies deal with the death of an actor on set, right? Yeah, right. Like. Right, especially like thing.
0: especially like relatively low-budget movies. If you're like Fast and Furious or something, you just make a full-on CG Paul Walker.
1: Well, even they did it very strangely. That was the weirdest thing in that movie. Fast
2: seven? Six? I can't remember six, which one it was. Seven? It was one of the Fasts. <laughs> Past five, pre-eight. I think it was seven. Seven. I think it was seven.
0: And I don't think eight was actually called eight. I think it was called Fate.
1: It's been a long time. Without you, my friend.
0: So uh, talking about thoroughbreds, though, uh, this is, (laughs) at a high level, this is uh, two sociopaths in high school plotting to kill one of their stepfathers or fathers or something like that. It's horror in the sense that, you know, they're plotting a murder, but kind of like unsane, I would bet. This is more horror adjacent than anything else.
1: Yeah,
2: sure.
0: It's a, it's certainly a well-made movie, and I love every single actor that's associated with this. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna recommend you see it. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe not as a horror. But, movie. but is, yeah, it a go- is it, it with, a good like, movie? See it when you're looking for something where you're not
2: actively trying to be scared. But is it a good movie? It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd okay. watch it again. Yeah, totally. in an unbiased fashion, it was a good movie. Well, so we we all know how Anya Taylor
0: uh <laughs> unbiased it was it was better than average and i'm bumping it up to good because of the associated cast
2: okay uh, as All far right. as where
0: you can see this i'm pretty sure you have to rent it still i got this in the dvd in the mail grandpa style but uh
2: i i don't trust this opinion but i think you might be able to get this one on prime now listener neat I, I mean, certainly. Been, maybe if you're an international an
0: listener, it. go. Never trust if you're an international well, listener. Never no trust us on what, where things us. are available. Yeah, listener, if you're an international person and you're trusting us to have opinions oh, on like what things Billy. are available where, <laughs> uh, look, we're talking specifically to United States Netflix and Amazon. So go, go check, go check if you live in Norway or wherever.
1: Yeah, and sometimes we're talking about Shutter. Can we get the fuck to the feature presentation? Probably. Yeah, we oh, should do those. that. I almost said out of here. We've
2: been running quite long lately. Yeah,
1: well, I've never had movies to talk about before. Well, that's why. That's why all of a sudden all of our episodes are so long. I'm I'm so eloquent and interesting. You spent
0: 12 minutes talking about your movies. That's where all of our extra length is coming from.
1: That's where all the analysis is. That's what people are tuning in for. That's your presentation. (laughs) God. Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2015's Green Room. 2015, uh, but
2: 2016. Yeah, and notably unreal. not
1: The Green Room. You've admonished me yeah. several times for well, that. Well, you you have
2: this thing that you do where you add a the to a lot of things. It's
1: kind of meaningless in this one. Yeah, it but it kind of fucked room. you over
0: last week when we watched
1: Evil Dead. Yeah, that one did fuck me over. That's a hard one. Just it's trying it's to help. a tough one. I'm just look, trying to help, dude. Look, this was recommended to us by Wade, your real-life brother.
2: Yeah, my real-life brother.
1: Uh, why did he do that?
2: Because I because it's musical horror, Oh uh, yeah. I can uh, only assume it's because it's the most musical horror film he could think of.
1: Well, that he could think of. Okay, yeah, yeah that can, I mean, that'll, of. that'll buy.
0: The band is the heroes. That helps too, right?
2: And and also notably, he and his band live in Oregon, and this movie takes place in Oregon, and is probably top of mind because it's recent. A lot and of connections there. Review spoilers. It's a good movie. So yeah,
1: yeah, a lot of connections there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, I, I think listeners actually know both of your history with the film. I think it happened on air. Am I mistaken uh, about that? No,
2: you, you sort of are. Um, So this is a movie that I had to do an on-air apology for. I had to, like, retroactively add it to my top movies of 2016, Omnibus, because right. at the point in time when we got to our awards... I, for whatever reason, completely neglected it, and when I was sober again, <laughs> I first of all felt so the reason is clear. Felt I mean, sad, it's, it's yeah, not for whatever I felt, reason. I felt but sad that's about my always the my level so, I mean... of preparation was not great, and number two, I I realized that it belonged in one of those spots, and so I retroactively awarded. Yeah, yeah, and that's my history, Mark, you were
1: in a similar boat. You'd seen this in 2016, right?
2: I can't remember exactly when I saw
0: it, but yeah, I mean, I, I talked about it on CR. I went back and I read what I said about it, and I gave it, I, I gave it a seven when I watched. Whoa! It there. Review
1: spoilers. No, that was no, seven.
0: Th- That was a review f- spoiler from a year and a half ago. Um, okay. God. But here's here's an interesting topic of conversation right off the top. I, I my biggest knock against it was that I didn't really consider this a horror movie.
1: Wow. Yeah, I don't. I remember you saying that, yeah. and I kind of remember Jake having maybe a similar thing the first time you watched it, maybe, or at least understanding no, I how Mark under- came to that conclusion. This is
2: not your typical horror trappings. Yeah. Sure. But this is... It's basically is a just movie. straight up violence as this a movie. is. Yeah, this movie is a horror film in the sense that really, really, really brutal movies are horror. Well, look, it
1: also plays with hopelessness in a lot of interesting yeah, ways that I want to talk about. It's, it's bleak stressed. as fuck. We'll yeah. we'll get
2: back
0: to that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, later, we'll talk. About yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was the first time I saw it. You can go back and read my thoughts on it if you want in that
2: cutting room. But
1: boys, this is my first viewing of this film. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I I it's been on my list. It's just, it's just been, been one of those on shit. my list that I I like thought How I knew what I was getting list? into. Uh, it's Forty. 45 movies? <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. That sounds about right. <laughs> Luckily, I, I, without a vacation, I'm pegging off about one every three weeks, so I'll get there sometime. <laughs> um, in any case, yeah, first first viewing, but but knowing you both raved about it, so I wasn't coming in totally neutral. Uh, so, hey, I do want to talk about this thing, because I'm very
2: excited. About I Well, this we thing. have to. That's what we're here for. <sighs> we are obligated to talk Arguably
1: about Arguably the only reason we're here for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but... First, we better do a 30-second plot synopsis. Whoa. Now, I think, Jake, you said we're not doing it around the horn anymore, but I kind of think we're going to still do a 10-second seat around the horn. We're definitely
0: still doing it around the horn, and I'm also introducing a new rule. Jack, you have to go last because last week was unacceptable.
1: Right. I had the middle. I could go first.
0: What? No, you, you arbitrarily decide a point in the movie where you have to end up. At least with okay, the anchor I, leg, you I end did that one end. week. I want, did that one week. I want you to one... end at the end. You're going last.
2: Okay, I did that one week. Mark, I'll start. You go in the middle, okay? Okay, cool. Punk band The Eight Rights from Virginia or in Oregon. They're kind of just floundering around and finding gigs to play. They're also down on their money, and uh, they're trying to find anything they can that'll eventually get them to the end of their tour and back.
0: To Mark! Them. They find a gig at a white power group's Bar and they play it, and afterwards they f- they stumble into a uh, the back room, the green room, where someone has been killed. They witness the murder, Jack. And they are not allowed to leave,
1: and and so the 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 fucking neo Nazis won't let them leave, and they start to try and kill them one by one. But they're locked in the green room. They escape several times, but each time it goes poorly, and more and more of them time. die. Until eventually Anton Yelchin and the neo Nazi girl escape.
2: Okay, there's the you know 40 second plot synopsis i fucking hate doing it this way we, well that, that was jake pretty, that was pretty good i think we we we, we are the, getting better we hit the points look in the we sense are. that almost all of the story
0: in this movie happens in the first 30 minutes i feel like we did pretty pretty good
2: yeah, yeah. i mean after they get to the bar really <laughs> it's nah, all just
1: then it, they're in and out of the green room and shit happens yeah,
0: so once they get exactly. into the green room it's not really yes. Horror not much story ensues. well actually well i'll talk to this later there's a Fucking shitload of story, but not so much that you can it <laughs> That in you can, seconds.
2: yeah. That you can hit as far as high points or like, yeah, exactly. You'd have or to talk whatever.
0: so fast to hit the red laces and Darcy's plan to get them to like look no, like they were trespassing and shit. You're in getting into what
2: you're getting into what movie does right? Okay,
1: which we aren't at yet. We're yeah. at our award winning yes. segment. What in the fuck subgenre of horror does this movie fit into? Are you guys impressed? I remembered the segment.
0: Yeah, Jack. Thank you. I'm impressed by almost everything you do that isn't a mess up.
1: Well, I'm an impressive man, Mark.
2: (laughs) Secret to happiness, Mark. Is this a splatter movie? No,
1: no, not not high enough. It's too realistic. Enough blood. Yeah, it's too
2: realistic for that. Okay, Uh, this is a hard movie to genre. I I look, it's a hard movie to review. Yeah, I almost it's It's really (laughs) (laughs) It really is. What do you have? What do you have?
0: No, it's a hard movie to genre. It is not a hard
2: movie to review. Yeah, no, it's pretty easy. Well,
0: I, Mark, I feel like that's premature.
2: We'll find a way to fuck it up. So
0: it's not a slasher. No. No. It's not a splatter. No. No. Uh, I'm out.
1: <laughs> there are trees,
2: it's- there are a lot of trees.
1: I think I, I don't think that it's it's psychological in the way a standard psychological horror Correct. movie is, but it is psychological in what the director I think is trying to do to the audience. I think that's so, the way he's playing with the the like order in which things happen is is psychological, and I think that's pretty cool. You know what this is spiritually?
2: It's what? it's a home invasion movie. Well, this this is. I was going to say I don't think we have this on our on our list yet, which is shocking. <laughs> but this is Home and, Invasion. And we go to the actual. No, I mean, if we want to be funny about it, but what this is, why would are, we ever want there to be are funny a number about it. of movies that fit into this category is this is a, like an assault movie. Yeah. So this is like your The Void is kind of an assault movie where you're trapped in an area. This is your assault on precinct. Yeah. Teen movie. Well, like ish, <laughs> I guess this is a movie where you are trapped in a location and you have to figure it out.
1: You just referenced a very obscure non-horror parkour movie from the late 2000s.
2: Assault on Precinct 13 is not no, obscure. No, 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 no. You're
0: thinking of District 13. Yes. Which oh, is I was, of I was thinking, thinking of Bonilla. Assault Bonnet on Precinct Prez. 13 is a classic and then was remade recently.
1: Right. No, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And yep. I
0: believe it might also be on
1: Shudder.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, so y-
1: you were, you're talking about a horror movie. That was my fuck up. I got, I got yeah. David Bell on the brain. Oh
2: my God, why? Don't we all? Why not? Because the, the the ship sailed. Anyway, this is an assault <laughs> movie, which we don't really have. So I think it, the, closest, way, the closest we have is,
0: is,
1: is Home, home invasion.
2: invasion. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And it we have probably is a deal.
1: subgenre of Home Invasion. Home
2: Invasion subgenre assault, so question mark. <laughs> I like that
1: the last three or four episodes, we've just developed entirely new sub- subgenres. Well, Jack, we're really into instead. a period of
2: the year where org charts are important. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally.
2: Yeah, Q3. Uh-huh. Uh, Financial lots of, results. Lots of, Lots of trees. Man, we're in Q4. Where the fuck are you? You're in the past.
1: Lots of... You don't know what our corporate structure is dude, like, Jake. Dude, Q4 is October, November, December. Our Three Q4, months and a quarter.
2: Our Q4 ends at the end of November. I,
1: I provably know that neither of you guys know what our corporate documents look like. So, fuck you both. You don't know when our Qs are. We have nine Qs, okay? <laughs> and now... You have nine quarters. And our quarters. Q
0: ends in July. We have you our have nine quarters. have nine
1: quarters. I have nine quarters. And that's how I've established our system here, and it's fine. Oh God! You, Look, let me make you, my dumb joke a about, it. it's about a trees. Way, horror are you movie. saying that our podcast is worth a dollar seventy-five?
2: I sure am.
0: Okay, nine quarters.
2: Trees. It's a trees movie. We already said <laughs> that. It's a movie that's hard to genre. Guys, Whatever. what does this
0: movie do right? Let's. We Thank have to get. God.
2: Out of here. Okay. I mean, you're not the host, but fine. So, Mark, you were saying
0: this movie has one of the deepest. Background stories happening—it's preposterous. I want to know how mu- how many notes Jack <laughs> you took because when I first watched this, I made the mistake of only paying ninety-five percent attention to things that are <laughs> happening. And if you're not like legitimately taking notes on the things that Patrick Stewart is saying and doing, and like who he's telling to go where, and like the lists of people and stuff, I'm overblowing this a little bit. But there's you a are, lot hap- happening in the background.
2: There, well, Patrick Stewart's happening. character is also. Like exquisitely interesting. <laughs> that dude is fucking fascinating. I
1: have him in what the movie does middle, but that's partially accent based.
2: Well, yeah, Patrick Stewart's accent is <laughs> going to be what Patrick Stewart's accent is. But that dude, completely is forgivable. A, Patrick Stewart is, is a, a saint. That guy is his character, Darcy. Let's just talk about Darcy, yeah, yeah, not Darcy. Patrick Stewart. Is a fucking incredible character. Expound yes, on incredible.
1: That. Well, well, I I, I do want to get into the characters and acting, but Mark, yeah. to your point. You, you were overblowing it a little bit, but just a little bit. There's a shitload of stuff happening, right? Because these neo-Nazis had a plan to kill this woman and deal with her. And then Patrick Stewart seamlessly transitions into a new plan of killing five new or six new people or whatever. And what I was so impressed with with the movie is I found myself fascinated and rolled up in all of this. They never, like, sit down and have Patrick Stewart just exposit the things he's thinking at people's Well, that's it's all yeah. just in background dialogue. Totally believable. To me. Really good development.
2: To me, that's, that is, I don't know, there are several, like, what this movie does right prime things in this movie, which is a confusing statement, but that's one of them, is there is basically no wasted exposition in this movie. Yeah. Everything that is said is deep and is done so meticulously and for a reason. I completely and I love it and yeah. so
0: there's a few additional characters that that come in that are sort of secondary random I don't even know what their names were that are all these neo-nazi guys but they're yeah. all kind of they are aware that something has hit the fan and they're trying they're like yeah. in on it but they are trying to figure out what is going on and in a weird way you end up having an audience surrogate as a neo-nazi. Because you're, they're they're as confused as you are, and they're they're hearing everything that you're hearing that Darcy is saying, but it makes as much sense to them as it does to you, which is to say, it makes about
1: sixty percent of the biggest sense. picture, right? <laughs> uh, Mark. It's it's time for a new special segment. New special segment alert. Okay.
2: Whoop, whoop. Damn! What? Boop 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 boop. Breaking news. What is the what do you what is the segment called?
1: Parks and Rec trivia pop quiz. Which character in this movie or actor in this movie is from Parks and Rec? It's the it's Lawrence. Big
0: big whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Eric Edelstein. You got that one. You got Eric one. Edelstein. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, my my lovely wife did not get that one, but she's also never asserted to me that she knows more about Parks and Recreation than I do.
0: I I knew that one going in because I've seen it before, but uh. I definitely the first time I watched this it was basically halfway through the movie when I was like, "Oh my god." I mean, I knew so who I, it was the whole I knew like I'd seen the guy the whole time and I was like, "What is he from?" And then it was right. like, the the scene that flashed into my head was him chasing Andy Naked on crutches.
1: <laughs> so I I recognized him immediately as from Parks and Rec, but it took me a few scenes to piece together what who he was in Parks and Rec. But uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, good work surviving our our first fun new segment.
2: Yes, yes. it's going to be such a recurring thing. It's going it to be two be. ways. It's happening two
0: ways. I'm excited about this. Yay! Wait until Amy Poehler's in a whole a so, movie. I want
2: yeah, yeah, that one. I definitely miss. I want to continue with Darcy for a second. Yes. So on top of what we talked about with the exposition thing, I think if you were to boil this movie down to its essence, he's the most important character because what he does through the way he interacts and everything that he says and does. Is this is a movie about how you act based on power structure, like who is in power and who is not in control because for the vast majority of this film and what's so cool about it is you see what's happening on both sides of the fence and you see Darcy's nature and how he reacts. And ultimately as things start to change what that does. Yeah. And it culminates in what I think is a super satisfactory ending. So, (laughs) To not be long-winded about it, I think that his character is a really, really good one to point to when you think about what overall this movie does right, which is talk about how are you going to act when you're under pressure? What's going to happen?
1: I completely agree with you, and you did a great job not being long-winded. (laughs)
2: <laughs> thanks dude
1: <laughs> no but
2: he you got it dude and
1: and he perfectly exemplifies the various shifts that go on in this movie and and you're at least i was fully on board with those shifts of like oh shit they're fucked oh sweet they've got the power oh fuck they're well fucked and that's again. an
2: interesting point too because this movie like i think more than most that i see is bow, 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 this bow. movie does a pretty good job of being what i think is realistic with what happens under duress like there are a lot of things that happen in this movie where people fuck up or people make like a stupid quote unquote decision. And I don't feel like, damn, you're making a stupid decision. Don't run up the stairs. I feel like, yeah, you're under some duress and this could happen.
1: There's a, you
2: have two characters that get killed almost immediately. And I don't really fault them for it. You have a group of characters that obtain a shotgun and lose it almost immediately. And I don't fault them for it. And in most movies, the way in which that is structured They are at fault for it because they do something stupid. But here, I can totally believe that scenario.
1: I agree with you to an extent. There is a literal scene where they're out of the green room. Are you sure
2: it's not a figurative scene? (laughs) Did we did we have to read this movie? I did not. You didn't let me finish.
1: You didn't let me finish. There's a scene where they're out of the green room, I think like widely for the first time, and one of them says, Let's split up and they say, Okay and then they split yeah up. that's tiger that is, that's the singer that is a horror movie trope and it <laughs> well, happens and it's stupid and two of them die to
0: that I point not... they really don't split up one of them dies immediately and the other one runs away from i mean and they actually, definitely he, he split splits up. off but then he dies immediately and then everyone else stays in a group
1: their fighter their fighter runs away ah, they split up and it's stupid they shouldn't say uh, that that was a part I was going to bring it up with the movie does wrong but that's that's dumb. That's that's a noticeable bad horror movie trope in an otherwise great movie. I don't movie. Well, uh, no, no no no,
0: I'm going to defend that real with quick. That. I'm gonna, I'm going to defend that real quick because the scene yeah. immediately preceding that was the guy who jumps out the window and then dies. He, he he literally says, "I hope we don't all die." Like that's their strategy. Is they go out there to scatter so that one of them at least probably hopefully can get away.
1: I, well then, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't believe that in a group thinking the way they're thinking. Why? Why how many people were there? They think they're going to scatter.
0: There's, to their knowledge, they, don't, they are surrounded. Dude, the a whole group point of, of this is they of
1: don't know Nazis
2: all heavily armed.
1: Yeah. So, so no, scattering is the worst possible move.
2: I disagree with that. So the whole point of this us, is that so, they are so, flash hyper, forward to uber, super fucked. Flash That's forward to about this. seven weeks from
0: now when us three are trapped in a cabin and we're surrounded by some alien force and that is heavily armed.
2: Jake wants
0: to scatter. <laughs> and me <laughs> and, me like, and Jake no. want to scatter and Jack's just going to be like holding onto one of our legs like, no.
1: Fucking no. don't scatter.
2: Don't this scatter. this, like what we're talking about is what is brilliant about this movie is that it actually makes sense that they do what they do. I think it's totally believable. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> to, to they are identity, super fucked. This, this is They're, a highly stylized game of chess that you're watching. Yes. Totally. totally. They are not, if they sit in a group and have their fucking, one of them has their broken ass light bulb thing and the other one has like a fucking.
1: That's the other thing. The thing oh, that's is
2: though, Absolutely not. That could not be used as a weapon. That's the worst possible weapon. you're getting off the rails. That will crumble if you shove directly into You're getting off the rails. You're getting off the rails. You're getting off the rails. Okay. If you were to do that in a tight grouping, they're just going to kill you all faster because it's a lot less buckshot to have to go around. No. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Explain to me how that's not the case.
1: Scattering, you're guaranteed to die. There are dozens of them.
2: Dozens? How are Doesn't. you? How okay? So how are you? How are you more what, guaranteed to die than if you stay like? It only phalanxed. takes two of
1: them to see one person. So each person. And gonna what die are they going to do them.
2: if they see somebody? Kill Nothing. them. No, they are not. I mean, Jack. technically, it only takes one of them with a
0: shotgun to shoot an entire group of people. Yeah, that's Even exactly
2: more, what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. They're fucked either way, so they might as well go full jackass. I... <laughs> and the whole movie is about doing that.
1: I, th- I think you need to be more tactical about uh, no. it. It's it's full, no, I think it's full, no.
2: Ricky. Is that what the, the
0: the whole point of the story about paintball was that you can't be go you can't go tactical about it. Because the the yes. way you win against yes. people who are seasoned in combat is yes. you fucking go balls out. You become Odin himself. You confuse them. I think you that's probably
1: them. not true strategy, in terms of military st- tactics, though. No, so, fucking Sun Tzu wrote about how you should just lose your mind and scream at people. It's, he did. it's an ages-old strategy. That. Jack, that and the use what, of
2: spies. What ends up winning the day is not going full, not strategy, tactless, just mayhem. But it's confusing them by having your strategy meld with the insanity that is the guy going. And, and in Jackass. a confined
1: area. They should have stayed there and let them come to them one by one.
2: The fact that you are critiquing how they react in this movie is mind boggling.
1: I'm not. Look, I think I think more about what bothered me is just it felt like a horror movie trope for them to say, let's split up. And the way it played out. Well, it, it, well, it, it very sound like a to line to the Group.
2: line. It, yeah. sound,
1: it sounded like a line from that's that's and that was my main problem with it. I agree with you that it's it's believable actions on a part of a very freaked out group of people in over their so head. So maybe
2: what we're critiquing there is the choice of that line. I think so. Which is a writing flaw. I think I think that's mo- it probably did bother more me as much as it bothered you, but I understand. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. To transition uh, another thing,
2: away from the, us yelling at each other,
0: uh, there you'll is, never
1: transition away from that. Well, and fuck yeah. you if you try. <laughs> fuck Mark.
0: Um. There's the attention to detail in this movie. The gener- I mean, we'll talk about generally yes. world building later when we get to the ratings, but just the background shit that happens. There's so many scenes where they do stuff that I don't immediately understand why they did it, but it helps the movie so much. There's like... I'm thinking specifically. There's, uh, they zoom in on at the very, very, very beginning when they meet the guy who's the interviewer for the like local radio station, and they just linger on his shelf of pictures of him with his cats. And then later, when they're in the club playing the show, and they play the second song, that people start to like. Instead of listening to the song, you slow down. It's slow mo. They cut out the music and they play some like slow mo Enya shit over people moshing. <laughs> Later on, you see, like, the bathroom of the green room, and instead of having it just be, like, a trashed bathroom, it's, like, they have, like, this punk artwork kind of, like, strewn about that someone, like, legitimately had to create with markers and shit. Stuff like that. There's some stuff at the end, too, actually, when the pit bull walks past them and they're trying to shoot it, but they're out of ammo. All of those things culminate in such a great way that, like, the world in which this film occurs is damn near perfect. It's it, like none yes. of those things individually are great, but all of them together are amazing.
1: I know exactly what you mean. And and it's it's attention to detail in so many different aspects of the film. For for a pedant like me, they establish early on, you can calm the fuck down, we know what we're talking about, where Lawrence is like, actually, they're called cartridges. A bullet is what fires at the end, and this only holds five of them. I yeah. love it. Like, well, there, I love could it. You, I, mean, I,
0: don't, I don't even think that's a realistic thing anyone would say. I and mean, they're big as fuck.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yeah, There's like, only five because they're what, big as fuck. Yeah. To me, that signals <laughs> like, you you can calm down and just enjoy the movie. We know what we're talking about, and it's that kind of attention to detail is great in a believable line.
0: Yeah, and even even the way they set up that the dude is like an expert in jujitsu or whatever the fuck's thing he does, where he the, they yeah. pull drummer. it out earlier at the Mexican restaurant that they're playing the punk show at. Which side note, amazing scene. Love that scene yeah. so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. But
0: they set it up basically f- f- the entire movie until it actually happens, and then you're like, oh okay, this makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, it's great. The attention to detail all around, I mean, aside from some nitpicks we'll get to later, is terrific. Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Definitely. Hey, guys, what else does this movie do right?
1: Performances. Look. Oh look, my
2: look. God. Let's
1: take a minute right up top here. Pour, it, to pour one out?
2: Yeah, let's because one the fuck, fuck out fuck for Anton, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin's character is so good.
1: Oh my God. Oh, He's he does good. such a great he's, fucking job.
0: He is legitimately... The best actor of our generation, and he died at 28. It's because he didn't get his parking brake. He didn't get his parking brake. Died tax.
1: in the most tragic way possible. It wasn't a drug. Not to say that any other kind of death isn't tragic or anything like that. Well, his is but weird. Is, it's a freak fucking accident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got smushed in between his car and a concrete slab. <laughs> like because because the parking brake failed because he didn't s-
0: take it in for a recall. Kids, if your car has well, a recall well, on well, it, go go well, take it in. Also, wear your seatbelt. You're getting
1: a little close to to actionable territory in the way you're describing that. Also, wear your seatbelt.
0: Yeah, but that is unrelated to what happened.
1: The parking brakes didn't actually fail. Okay. If the parking parking brakes were activated, they worked. You guys,
0: we're moving past it. Anton Uh, Yelton was was amazing. It's really interesting. He died too young. And if I were a superhuman that could resurrect anyone, it would be him. But, yes. Yeah, it's a good.
2: Good choice. And, and
1: and apart from, I think his character should be in way more shock than he is throughout the entirety of the movie, which I'll I'll talk about later. Because of the multiple stab wounds to his arm? Uh, because of a lot of reasons, yeah. Apart, <laughs> yeah because like, of many, many things. But so, given giv- giv- that, that I ignore that, past- and I do, because his character is so fantastic. And, and Alia Shawquat also does a great job. Lawrence does a tremendous job. Everybody, the neo-Nazi girl, what, what's Dude, her name? There, uh, Imogen, Imogen Poots. Yeah, yeah. There is a great not,
2: an, there's not a remotely bad performance in this movie,
1: except Patrick Stewart's
2: accent. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> I We've won't. had a bit
1: of a maelstrom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Thing it's is, fine.
0: even even though his even though he's just his doing performance Patrick is still Stewart, good. I don't give a fuck because he's awesome. Like, yes. no. no, no. I love okay. that character. If
1: you set his accent aside, his perform and, and you can because his performance is tremendous. He is such a fucking calm ice in his veins creep. Yeah. Fucking see, this is what
0: I wanted to mention earlier, but I didn't want to break your stride when you guys were, were talking about it. The thing he's his performance is great, but also like it's so flatline. If shit hits the yeah. fan, he sighs, kind of like that's yes. his reaction.
2: Oh, he, it's you great.
0: never get a rise out of him when he is being oh, held. At gun except point, for when you do. When he gets held at gunpoint, his his reaction is to like put his head down, turn around and walk away slowly. Well, basically.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's that scene is brilliant though. He doesn't know what he like that that power shift and what his reaction is is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: Uh, performances are very good. Uh cinematography. There are so many and, and some of it's cinematography, some of it's just direction, maybe maybe editing, but there are a number of just beautiful shots that are homage to other stuff in the genre. There's right. The shining shot towards the beginning. There's a lot of that really fucking cool kind of stuff, but then there's some really awesome. I'm not, they're not just cinematography. So there's, there's the scene where they're, In the green room, and shit's really, really heavy, and it cuts to outside for the first time in a long time where stuff's going on, and it's like bright, full daylight outside. Can't you,
2: can't you like actually, like, I feel able to breathe when it cuts outside again?
1: Absolutely, it's really weird. I was shocked.
2: I have a note about that from this week where I didn't really recognize that as much the first time I was watching it, but this time, for whatever reason, whenever it would go outside, I was like. Okay. No, <laughs> but, but, I I am but,
0: totally with you, which my last my last thing that I had written down was that I have it like say what you will. We already had this conversation about whether or not this is truly horror or not. It it, uh, it obviously is, but like yeah. I yeah. have a deep physiological reaction to this movie where my heart rate goes up, my blood pressure spikes. I am sure oh that yeah. when things are happening. The scene yeah the scene when uh, pat anton Yeltsin's character is handing the gun outside and now that i mean Holy i saw it happening this time cuz i knew it was shit. about to happen oh yeah. my and god you can like the scene itself is probably 3 minutes long and as soon as it starts to happen i legitimately like had tightness in my chest and i had a, like a mini panic attack and like i couldn't contain myself and then yeah you jump outside and they're like casually talking and smoking and whatever and you're like
1: yeah oh my god but so, even that, it was also kind of that feeling of if you've been doing some day drinking or whatever and you're a little tipsy and you wander out of a bar at like three PM and it's bright daylight <laughs> and you're like, fuck, it's still the middle of the day. I kind of had that feeling too, of when they cut outside and I've been so stressed out about what's going on inside this, you know, controlled light green room. And then they cut to bright daylight. I'm like, oh my god. God, it's still dangerous. Well yeah, and
2: you know what's weird about that is all the set all the scenes where you're able to breathe is when you're hanging with the neo Nazis. So it's 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 <laughs> a juxtaposition end, yeah. in that way. Until yeah. yeah, until the power changes. Yes.
1: So it's it's really cool like that. There's a lot of shots.
2: The
1: I think it's direction, but there's there's a lot of really just beautiful shots in and of themselves, interesting stuff. It's really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and we'll give a quick shout out to the director, uh, Jeremy, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Sonier. Sonier. Yeah. Sonier. Uh He has a new movie coming out at the end of September on Netflix called Hide the Dark or Swallow the Dark or something like Cannot that. Cannot wait. Um, it's going to be good. We did not cover it on H R because it's not technically classified as horror, but it kind of looks like it might be. So keep an eye on that. Obviously I mean, free that, on Netflix. So That might be
2: like all
0: of them though. Yeah, like Blue Ru. He also did Blue Ruin. That's his he other did, big movie.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, this is part of what I guess is dubbed, and this is another shout out to our selector, Wade. This is part of what is the clusterfuck, quote unquote, trilogy. Uh Blue Ruin <laughs> and I forget what the first movie's name was, which is super professional of me. But this <laughs> is the third in that trilogy that he made, which is basically just him wanting to, to make movies the way he wants to make movies. Uh Wade's first band was their name was Cluster funk, So there you go. <laughs> Another tie in. Cluster <laughs> funk without the A. But, yeah. Sure. Too, sure.
0: Too- Tie this back and put a bow on it. Jack is 100% right. The direction and cinematography in this, which I think augment the overall world building that I was talking about earlier, this all comes together in a package that is, indiv- like, you can dissect it individually and it looks great, but as a holistic thing, it's immense and immaculate. Everything yeah. is
1: Everything is intentional and working towards a common goal.
0: Which yes. in a movie about yes. chaos is kind of incredible, super weird. Really yeah, <laughs> it's, su- cool. it's super weird, but it's amazing and, and perfect. Yeah, it's-
2: the first movie in the trilogy was Murder Party. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jake. You're you're welcome.
0: I think that's going to take that- us to what this movie does. Middle.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, Patrick fucking Stewart. No. What the fuck is his accent? Sometimes he's clearly trying to do an American accent. Sometimes he gives up wholesale. And I don't know. just, just kind of felt like Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart
2: the whole time to me, buddy. Every sometimes, once in a while, every once in a
0: while, you just need a Shakespearean elocution lesson from a neo-Nazi, okay? Uh, but sometimes
1: he's trying to do the American accent thing. I, and he's not good at it when he's trying to do it.
0: I'm sure he's, he's probably better at it than I am.
2: <laughs> Have you ever heard Patrick Stewart do an
1: American accent? Partially in this movie. <laughs> and he's not better than you. All t- Mark, if there's, if there's one thing I've always said about you, it's that you do a better American accent than Patrick Stewart sometimes in this movie.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard you say that on numerous
2: occasions. <laughs> yeah, Generally Mark, you're, drunk. you're American as shit, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah if I was Rock the best man at your wedding, buddy.
1: that would have been my toast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had literally nothing written down. This movie does really? what it does correctly, I have... correctly and what it does incorrectly incorrectly.
2: I have a really big one in okay. the middle. Uh, this movie is, this is probably gonna be contentious, but I think that it belongs in the middle. This movie is incredibly difficult to watch. I think that you need to be like oh. on your second oh, viewing. I'm, I'm or more. fully in, in right. This movie is so hard to watch.
0: There's <laughs> look, there is not a modicum. Actually, that's not true. There is exactly one modicum of fun stitched into the seams of this outside of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a
2: dreadnought. I, yeah, I, I don't think it's that I, bad on second on second watch, this was like, and this is like it's not bad. There is nothing bad I have to say about this. This is as much towards the right side of the spectrum as you can get for something that it does middle. But the bleakness of this movie and how brutally visceral it is is a really difficult thing to get into. and that's exactly why this movie fits in horror because while it's not out and out horror, given the proceedings, Having to sit through this thing and watch what happens is so difficult, and I don't know why. But there's a special sauce going on. I can—it's I can, it's a tough rewatch. It, it was hard for me. I don't know why.
1: I can really imagine that on a second viewing, this is going to be brutal to watch. Because at least on first viewing, I'm wrapped up in the adrenaline of everything that's going on and everything they try. I'm hoping works. Yeah. And I'm on board. But knowing when you know like, most of that shit doesn't work. Like Mark's work, point
2: yeah. about when you're watching him and you know what's about to happen, it is. Fucking I can hard. I can buy that, and I it's because everything. We, you know what? We went to middle without talking about how amazing the gore looked.
1: Yeah, we did. The oh. gore looks really fucking good. When his arm is hacked to pieces, yeah. After he pulls it in, yeah. Both myself and my wife were like, "Holy yeah. fucking Christ!" Yeah. On on when balance, I agree. It looks taping good. it together, there
0: are there are points, and I'll, I'll I talked about this below in my in my effects rating. But there are points where you can clearly tell that they. Did the effects on top of a live arm, and then kind of stuck it on like a putty? I, I don't some think some of it does look thicker. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah, so but at it looks least thicker. It Practical?
2: No, I, mean, I it agree. It Still looks fucked up. It's still it, I...
0: oh, it's still very fucked up. To your point, Jake, I having se- this is being the, my second viewing. I yep. had to legitimately work myself up to watching this movie. I had to yeah. do a bunch of relaxing activities beforehand. It's and, weird, and, like, man. We got the in recommendation bed for a half an hour afterward. It's I know, like, and we I got I still... the
1: recommendation, I... and I was like. Fuck! <laughs> <Yeah>. It's time. <laughs> well, I, I think part of what have, goes... i feel like I
0: still had a minor heart attack while yeah. watching a and few of these. Two. Part yeah. of what
1: goes to that is the fact that they keep and this is part of that great direction. They keep going back to the green room. They keep regrouping in the green room and you get relative safety. You get relative, uh, but, but it doesn't fucking last because they're not safe, right? They're still trapped.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, what's so weird about this movie. And that's why I'm ultimately putting it in like what the movie does middle. Like I said, this vastly is closer to the, what it does right side in that like good horror movies in, that go this direction. Like, yeah, it's kind of difficult to watch, but, I don't know what it is, and it is so weird that this movie strikes a certain chord that is just impossible. I don't know why; <laughs> it is fucking impossible.
1: It's it's wild. Yeah, I, I'll buy that. I I don't.
2: Yeah, give, Jack, as, as in, a, Jack, give this like a year. Yeah, and go back and give it your second watch and see how you feel. Just, I can
1: intellectually understand your your answer if here. If it does back, not can. make
2: you feel like. Totally, in, like, incapable of continuing your day. Yeah, if it doesn't I, basically ruin
0: yeah. your whole day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Correct. Fuck. I have nothing else in the middle category. Oh, uh, yeah. I had
2: nothing. I have something else with. in the wrong category. Yeah, I had the one big one, and that was it. Cool. That was literally it.
1: All right, boys. I I can't imagine it's going to be a terribly big category. But what does this movie do wrong?
2: So many things. <laughs>
1: so, Everything. So full. For I'll
0: you. I'll start. I'll start because okay. this is kind of minor. I ended up watching it this time with subtitles on because they do a lot with audio mixing. That's actually really interesting. There's a lot of volume changes. Uh, Notably, there's a scene wherein, it's right before the scene we already talked about where Pat gets his arm stabbed, but they're negotiating through a door, and And you can hear everyone in the green room pretty well, and everyone outside, namely Darcy, Patrick Stewart, is really muffled and quiet.
1: But that's on purpose. He's doing that as a negotiation tactic.
0: It is. <laughs> yeah, we've all seen that no. episode of The Office. No, no, he legit, like, he is. The director's talked about that. I mean, fine. You can have whatever reason. I think the audio mixing is good, but also it's hard to hear some things in this movie. And when it, there's it, so many details buried in the dialogue, if you miss shit because someone's mumbling a line, regardless whether or not it's tough. Out, that's a choice, it's that tough. Is tough.
1: So this this was a note I skipped in the what it does right just because we we talked for fucking long enough. But I I love that scene. I agree with you about the sound mixing generally. That scene I disagree with you because it's so perfect. Patrick Stewart does the and if I if I if I talk at this way, Oh my god, stop me. Like through the and 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 you are like Anton Yelchin trying to get closer listening really intently. Oh my god, it works perfectly.
0: I mean, I don't disagree. The volume mixing Is good on balance, but the result is actually kind of
1: hard to digest.
0: Yeah, they did it correctly, but that I did find myself
1: a lot of especially in the bigger scenes. If any guns involved the dogs, you're you're quieting down. If there's dialogue, you're voluming up. Well, and bear in mind,
0: this is a movie about punk rock, right? Like the first 30 minutes are them screaming into a microphone, so you have that going in too. Yeah, and then there's feedback for a substantial amount of this movie.
1: Woof, that makes me uncomfortable. But it makes the dogs
2: uncomfortable too. Yeah. Are you a dog? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Fuck, I don't know. Part
1: dog. <laughs> okay. Anyways, my that was my, probably my biggest gripe. That's a good one. My I guess, yeah. big one here is, is an extended nitpick, but it rose to the level of something the movie does wrong. And it's okay. Anton Yelchin, while well, while he does a fantastic job, should be in shock and should be non non-functional throughout most of this movie. His arm is cut off
2: pretty much off like you might want to amputate the the amount of blood that comes out is something i'll talk about
1: in nitpicks because it's not enough Uh, i'll just do it here can can we just can
2: can we just blow a whistle yeah i feel like a lot of this stuff is kind of combined
1: give us a fucking whistle
3: Ooh,
1: i like that That done jazzy Okay, great uh look his arm looks good but after a couple of seconds, there should be... Well, it actually looks really bad. Yeah, it looks... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There should be way more fucking blood than there is. There's almost no blood when it initially happens. And even like when they're duct taping it up, they're not doing it in a sea of blood. And they should be.
2: Jack, he just is really good at coagulating. I, I guess. So, He's a coagulation... His arm his is... coagulation station over there.
1: His arm is off and Co- duct taped up. And Anton station. Yelchin... <laughs> uh, his arm gets so fucked up. And they just... Duct tape it, the fuck, together.
2: Yeah, like holds it together. Duct tape cures everything. Did you ever watch the Red Green show, buddy? And I,
1: did I the fuck ever? <laughs>
2: yeah, see, <laughs> I'm yeah, a that's man, something this movie does right. But I can change. <laughs> that's how you fix an arm.
1: If I have to, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Anton Yelchin does a great job of 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 holding that arm and never using that arm. He does a tremendous job of of making it seem f- fucking cut off. But the problem is off he should be in full shock and, and non-functional. And he's sarcastic and witty and a great actor. It's just, it's not yeah, believable it, with there, the injuries he sustained. If I
0: may, if I may interject Ooh. to play devil's advocate, I agree with you. However, Ooh. this Proper. movie has a lot of discussion amongst the neo-Nazis about the manner in which they are able to wound the people inside the room so that it looks like they are attacked by dogs later. It's part of their plan. Yes, And the way that scene is cut, you don't actually see any of the wounds being sustained. You don't know if they're stabbing or slashing or whatever. So the whole point of that is they're going for flesh wounds that are shallow. Now, I mean, realistically, he probably would have had his brachial artery cut.
1: And you see his arm dangling. You see his arm dangling.
0: (laughs) Well, because, well, because, I mean, it's not dangling because they severed it. It's dangling because he's holding no, it no, no. And it's like cut to pieces his, but it's not his like... ri- his
2: wrist was like basically not connected. All fucking slit. It it was I'm all... pla-
0: I what I'm saying though is they sort of do their best to play this off as we're only supposed to superficially wound them so that it looks like they were attacked by a dog.
1: Sure. Sure. But in a movie where so much detail's paid so much attention is paid to all the details this one felt like his character is just a little too witty, a little too they they wanted their cake and they wanted to eat it too. They wanted to shock you with fucking up Anton Yelchin, and then they wanted to have him still be the the sarcastic hero, and and they do both, so, and it works, but it's noticeable.
0: I mean, what they what they could have done is instead of killing off two characters in the exact same way in the exact same scene, they could have had one of them sustain this arm wound and die of shock.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would have oh, yeah. loved that. Yeah.
0: And hurt Anton uh, Yeltsin some other way. Speaking of speaking of attention to detail with these neo-Nazis who are apparently like very good at paintball or whatever the fuck. There's this is also true of uh Your Next, which is another one of my favorite movies, but the general level of like combat awareness, like I don't I don't fully think that you would be so intrigued by Anton Yeltsin in the basement that you wouldn't notice someone crawling out of a couch. And you wouldn't clear your corner. And when you are going around a corner, you lead with your fucking gun without even like looking down the sights. Like that did that scene
1: remind either of you guys of Danny DeVito crawling naked out of the couch at that uh, Christmas of special? Sonny, did that's all yes. I could think
2: about. Uh, well, there's a lot. There are a lot of reasons why that's all you could think about. <laughs> Danny no DeVito one, naked, man.
0: No one checks their six in this movie, and that's a problem for me.
1: It really is, and some of these guys, I, I believe that many of these neo Nazis are are dumb fucks, right? But not all of them can not check any of their surroundings all the time.
0: But also, these guys, these red laces, they're like elite brute squad. They guys. should be They're there yeah. because they're trained in this shit. They are. Right. I mean, right? Ostensibly, past because military, because maybe. Aryan nations, brotherhood. Well, them, I don't. I don't like, know about. They that. They know what they're doing.
2: Like, what does it actually take to get your red laces? I don't think it's that much, right? You gotta kill somebody. You have
0: to go onto Amazon and search for <laughs> and buy rich. red laces. Buy some red laces. It buy costs almost three fifty.
1: Jake,
2: just, just pay for Prime shipping so you can get it by Tuesday. Just like all you have to do is get a teardrop temporary tattoo.
1: Yeah, and that makes you a Sicario. Great,
2: figured it out.
3: <laughs> are
0: there what any are the other serious does wrongs? Because now I'm getting into Pick.
2: Honestly, Nits, Pick it. We already blew the whistle.
0: On,
1: honestly, the the whistle's blown, and I that was my biggest thing it does wrong was a large nitpick I get it I get it Mark so uh,
0: I this is honestly we (laughs) this is gonna come up later this is this movie is more neat pick than nitpick however (laughs) fuck I'm unclear as to how Imogen's character whatever her name is the, the blonde girl I'm unclear as to how she doesn't see the red laces in the hallway during that scene the door swings open and then she can see them but like they're not. They're like 1 foot away from where she was already looking. I you could very easily see them in that situation.
1: I didn't notice that, but you saying it makes sense to me. I think I was wrapped up in the tension of the moment.
0: Next up, this is another trope that happens all the time, but a little bit more urgency. If I'm struggling with someone who's holding a shotgun, I have one hand and he is very very clearly physically capable of beating me to death and you're yes. like ambling slowly up behind him. Just, just shoot him. Just stab him in the head. Oh my don't god! Don't fucking They're... don't fucking dance around the room.
1: It's the worst option. It's the worst option.
0: <laughs> and that's
2: okay, though. It's clearly See, a under- scene meant to build tension, but I, also, eh. I understand. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I also understand. Like this, I don't know. This movie like gets a pass for any action that a character takes. It's it's within the realm of believability. It's not outside the lines.
1: All right. Uh, my next nitpick is is kind of a big nitpick here. Uh, it's it's not a big nitpick, but it's an, it's an important nitpick. one. Okay, I, how would you rate this on a scale
0: of one to ten vis-a-vis
2: magnitude? But you said your does wrong was a big nitpick. It was a big nitpick. Okay, this so is what's not... your other big nitpick then? I have a nitpick with this. Yes, <laughs> that's my biggest nitpick. <laughs> the
1: trapdoor they they find in in the floorboards of this area. Well, it's they kind of just, just they beat the, floorboards up the up. Yeah, okay. pull up the planks. Yeah, and pull up the planks. Yeah. They are leading me to believe that there is a minimum of a 36-inch by 36-inch square being supported entirely by half-inch-thick planks that isn't bowing at all, that feels as solid as the rest of the floor, because fuck, no, it doesn't. You stand on that, the instant you walk over that, you're going to say, hey, this is weird and bouncy and feels like it's planks over nothing. I bet there's a trap door under here. There's a,
0: there's a trampoline built into the floor here.
1: That is such a big hole for such... Thin planks that—that that is, it is—it is inconceivable. That's not noticeable. Inconceivable to all of them. All of them. They had that a would rug feel, over it. it. Even it would feel. Uh, it would feel so squishy.
0: They put a foosball table over it so that you'd have to like crawl under the foosball table. <laughs> in order to, but then it was moved like a day before this to make it
1: into a. I don't know. And then the smaller nitpick in that is. Uh, our, our, our friend, uh, <laughs> who Jake knows about was here for this can attest that a plank, what a, a, a plank with an open bottom. If you hit that shit with a sledgehammer, the sledgehammer's going to bounce right back up and hit you in the fucking forehead and split your forehead open.
2: I mean,
0: Oh, I get what you're saying. Now this was a real occurrence that happened with you two as witnesses.
1: Yeah. I almost said his name and then I, you know, he
2: whatever.
0: What's his social security <laughs> number?
1: Yeah, give
2: give that. Four seven two. Um three eight one. <laughs> well that's already wrong. That's then, just yeah, already wrong and number.
0: <laughs> Does a normal
1: fire extinguisher have that much clouds in it? No. No. And and yes, they are full of clouds though. That I appreciate. <laughs> but
0: I I feel like they use the fire extinguishers play a large part of this movie. And they all you- never
1: run out. Alia Shaquat is so fucking effective with this fire extinguisher. People are so distressed at being sprayed with some fire extinguishing.
0: I have a question. You've said this twice now. Say her last name again Shaquat. Shaquat?
1: Is it not that? I think that's It's, it's
0: Shawcat.
1: <laughs> she says it differently. She does not say Shawkat. which is I don't know sh- what it is. I've never heard it Sha- say Shaquat. I a, didn't say chakwa.
2: All I know is it's I, a WK situation. Yeah, it is. Alia Look, she has a little She has
1: a little patois on the on the middle on the transit transitory syllable there. Andrew WK. Ollie WK. One today's lucky ten thousand. Jake. Yeah. What are we gonna do when it's time to party?
2: We're gonna party hard. We're gonna party hard.
1: Which takes me to my next name
0: pick. <laughs> 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 Spit take from Jack off the mic. Um. So at the very, very beginning of this movie, they are stuck in a cornfield and they have to go get gas. They have to siphon gas from people. Yeah. Um. And then you have like a a quick B roll scene of them push starting the van, but they were already like head first into a cornfield and then they're push starting. How they turn it around? Out of the cornfield. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's no. Uh, It does. It's a duper. That's duper
2: continuity. It's a super duper narrow cornfield. It's fine. They just went right out. Got the other it. Side. Yo, it's
0: it's forty feet wide. Yeah. Mark,
1: scene continuity is a perfect nitpick. That's what
2: nitpicks are for. Yes, that's a great exactly. nitpick. That is a great. That's the best nitpick we've had in some time. Mark, it works. Well, that's well, simply not true.
0: Now I'm transitioning into my nitpicks. <laughs> no, it is. Well, uh, hold on. I have more line. nitpicks.
2: Okay. What do you have? Okay. What the fuck do you have? What
1: fucking chemical keeps a mortally wounded dog alive and ready to attack for another hour?
2: Alcohol. Probably adrenaline.
1: Dude, you fuck that. That's not how that works. Beer. Beer should, is
2: so. Beer. That and should keep this pit bull alive for another hour. Alive. Beer Fuck. is so good for dogs.
1: Fuck. Hmm. Uh, that must have been a brand new sharpie, or more than likely six or seven sharpies to do that fucking face paint perfectly with one used sharpie. No, it was a I've tried paint. to. I've tried to write an entire one single page with a sharpie, and it wears out immediately.
0: You got to buy the like the the nice Sharpies, man.
1: They were drawing like- that uh, they didn't it was clearly a normal Sharpie. You that one Sharpie cannot do that kind of face paint. Simply Dude, I've had the happy.
0: same Sharpie that I've used for shit for like 2 years and it's still going strong.
1: I do not believe you and I also don't think you I think your lovely wife replaces it when you're not looking.
2: That's way It's a way top. I know more the feel. Likely.
1: I, she replaces it what? with another clicky top.
0: And this was also oh, not a clicky no, 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 top no, no. This one is mine. There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Boy.
1: Mark, your Sharpie's gone to a... You know when, when your lovely wife said she was taking it to a farm upstate to get recharged? This, this is yeah. a whole new Sharpie. Yeah, she does it, like,
0: weekly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> she That's does it every time I write a single page.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then my, other, my last nitpick is for a movie that asserts itself firmly in the attention to detail and understanding guns and their workings thing. Uh This is an egregious offender in the gun sounds, cocking sounds, click back sounds, pulling the hammer when none of that is necessary or would happen. This is a, I'm pulling out a handgun and pointing it at someone who goes, for literally no reason. Just to have a cool gun sound. I like cool gun sounds. That happens a lot. And, And for a movie that's attention to detail is as good as it is, that pissed me off.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, guns piss you off basically anytime there's a gun in a movie.
1: But this one did it so well to start with. So it's the letdown, really. Yeah, and and to be clear, like, I'm not talking about when Anton Yelchin pulls back the hammer when he's getting ready to shoot someone, because I understand that you can pull back the hammer on that kind of handgun, and it it will do something, right? It'll make the trigger pull easier. But I am talking about the gun sounds when nothing has been done with the gun. It makes a... That's all. Can I...
0: Can I talk about my neat picks now?
2: Yeah, go. Talk about your neat picks, Mark.
0: I have two. At the very beginning of this movie, when they're being interviewed, one of the first lines that is actually talked over, I feel like, from Tiger, he says, I won't live to be 70. Yeah. When he talks about like what whatever they're talking about how old they're gonna grow, but the line "I won't live to be 70, is buried in the front end of this thing, and it's so prophetic. And he's the first to die, or at least first to get like
2: mauled. He definitely dies first. I mean, it might be like a split. It might be a photo finish. Oh, well, the the,
1: the <laughs> woman, the neo-Nazi woman, dies first. Well, well okay, we about
2: group, the band, whatever. dude. Jesus of the Green Christ. Crew. Yeah, it might be. A, I it just, might be a photo finish, but
0: it that's a that's a nice little like script easter egg of foreshadowing that i
2: love mark
1: it's just green room crew green room crew
0: not the green room crew yeah i apologize it's god that reminds
2: me of like the patrick stewart line about how like like let him bleed for a while the eta yeah it's better if he dies later
1: all of his lines are so good (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: last neat pick that might actually just be a not pick but i thought this was incredibly interesting that they did it
1: a not pick is still just nothing.
0: Why let Patrick Stewart get a shot off at the end of the movie? He gets one shot off and he misses and he hits a dumpster. What's the point of that?
2: I think he hits the side of the car. Uh, so I love the end of the movie. I, love I do it. too. I really love, love the end. He does not know what to do. That's That's what happens. He doesn't know what to do. He starts getting shot and out of the shock. He and everything that's shot. happening, he fires one off.
0: Yeah, he does. That's and, what happens. And the trope would be that he hits one of them mortally wounding them or something. No, I, I like that. Why?
1: I love that. I love that he doesn't. It's just there. He's, right. It's a last I act too. of desperation. I think, it's,
0: I think it's incredible. But like the whole point of making a statement that he
1: he does get
0: a shot off and he misses goes back to this whole thing of like this is a realistic movie. If you get shot in the head and then you pull the trigger, you're probably not going to hit anything.
1: And also, it's it's also the I think goes back to the desperation, right? His last, final, desperate act does fucking horse shit.
2: So this is a neat pick, not a not it, it is a neat. Well,
0: pick. it is a neat pick, but it also could just be. I I just think it's an it's an incredibly interesting ste- scene that is opaque. And if you digest it, I'm sure they did it for a reason. But I want to know specifically what that reason was, other than just
2: like they felt like inverting a trope.
1: I think that – did they need anything else? And that didn't play with the desperation theme they had continued on from the start. Yeah,
2: I am comfortable with the desperation and the not knowing what to do when you are the underhand.
1: Yeah, okay. That's my piece. Cool. My last neat pick is my favorite line from this whole movie is Patrick Stewart's early line, we're not keeping you, you're just staying. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's so there's, good. There's it's, a lot of good lines. In this oh, movie. we talked the. Uh, there are only five because they're big as fuck. That's. <laughs> that's <a pretty laughs> I love one. that line. Yeah. I also, if I'm picking my favorite, it's going to be. There was a bit of a maelstrom tonight.
1: Oh god, that pissed me off too much with the accent.
0: Yeah, I mean, he goes, it's he fine. goes full Whatever. Shakespearean. Full on that proper one, British Shakespearean. Still great. Still yeah. great.
1: It's great. It's a great line. Okay, let's go to the feature presentation. Wait. Maybe? No. The feature presentation Wait, has already happened. I'd like to start it's, talking it's, about this movie.
0: It's going to be ratings, but first we're going to quick rap, rapid fire. What's your guys' what's your guys' desert island artist?
2: Name of a uh, single. I, it's, it's easy wrong. to get everything they touched. Let, I'll let Jack band. struggle through his first. Uh, the Kinks. That's a, so, all right. Whatever. Okay. That's, that's actually relatively oh, cool. consistent with things that I've heard from you before, so that's fine. I won't. I, <laughs> I won't argue it. Mine's Led Zeppelin.
0: Uh, I'm going Clapton.
2: Weird, weird. <laughs> Ratings. Tell somebody who gives a shit.
1: We overrated horror. Use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how the women from the hair salon would rate Shelby not drinking her juice. Shelby. Shelby, you need some
2: juice. You need some juice. Don't drink the juice. Please drink the juice.
1: No! And for ten, think of how Bill Murray would rate how much he thinks the woman was prepared to go up your butt with a coconut.
3: This is what the animal said to us. He says to Miss Cagman here, baby, up your butt with a coconut. I think he was prepared
2: to do it. Except I saw no coconut. Yeah, he had no coconut to my it.
1: Story is the first category to rate these movies. Mark, you pissed me off just now in an off-air thing. Why don't you rate it for story? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Uh, I gave it an eight. I'm not fully sure I understand the plan that's happening, but I feel like that's my fault for not listening well enough. <laughs> which, <laughs> I is, not, which I feel I'm like is worthy. a good mark for <laughs> the story that's happening. Like You can keep diving into this thing. I could watch this five or six times. And only by the end of that last viewing would I probably have like some semblance of understanding of the interesting nuances of what's happening. <laughs> uh case in point, what the hell was meat grinder for? Or flesh whatever?
1: Yeah. Flesh marshers? A flash marsh? The- flash Marshers or meat grinder. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. What the f random 10-second scene in the middle. They're just like That triggered a something. That was some that kind comes, of trigger. That comes at viewing eight.
1: That made the winter soldier activate, Mark?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. That was the Manchurian <laughs> candidate's trigger phrase. Yeah. Yeah. But there's shit like that. And I-, I realized it more on this viewing than I did in the last one. There are layers and layers Agreed. to this thing.
1: And they all Agreed. feel for a purpose and they all don't feel forced. So it's amazing. Yeah. And
0: as, as wait, quick addendum, you really only have to understand the top layer in order to get the movie, but the more you watch, the more you get.
2: Yeah. And that's where I go. Them. Now we're getting to me. That's where I go with story typically is really that top layer. And I like to shovel a lot of the other stuff under immersion top layer, though. This is still a pretty cool, unique movie in its simplicity. Yet it hasn't been replicated a lot. Like everything Mark said is like correct. At like at all. Everything Mark said is true and correct. But then I also just want to throw in like a quick little lob shot on the fact that this is a movie about a low, like no one knows some punk band traveling around in their van playing music and they get into some shit. That's pretty cool. I like it. I gave it barely a higher score. I gave it an eight and a half. Really good story in my opinion.
1: Uh, all right, boys. Look. Look. Look? I have questions now. Oh. Okay. I, I want to know what you penalized this for because neither of you said anything and I gave this thing a 10.
2: For story. For story.
1: Hmm. So I want to know where you're your penalties came from in the story category, because I gave it, this is this is a perfect story to me. It's it's great on the surface. It has amazing depth. I love that they keep returning, like the the cyclical nature of keeping continuing to return to the green room. Man, this is it I for think, me.
0: I think there's an aspect of this plot that is Deus ex machina. I, I look, I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree. This is damn close to perfect. Um, more on that later, but yeah. There is there this this is where I bring in the elements of the story where like these guys realistically would have died. The people who are wearing red laces aren't gonna fucking clear their corner by shoving their shotgun around the corner and then turning their head. Like it's shit like that. That the yeah, it behavior was in, it of was, the characters yeah, in yeah, the movie yeah.
2: is not f-
1: fully well, that's, okay to me that's a i parted that into odds. immersion so I, i'll agree with yeah sure yeah,
2: to me that's a bit at odds with what story is but I, I i think what it boils down to jack is just that this movie and what i said was like this is elegant in its simplicity but it is so simple from a scaffolding standpoint that it makes it difficult to give that a perfect 10 to me okay like a lot of what i find that is truly unique about this i personally pot into immersion and i don't hate your score at all because this is despite being a perfectly objective and perfect rating system yeah it's a perfect system story and immersion kind of do a little thing and i think we're about (laughs) to get to some of that
0: also also jake's only ever given a nine at best to story so
1: i don't Remember ever giving a ten to anything else? I I wouldn't be surprised if I had, but it might be one other movie. It might be like Alien. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've
2: alien. It might be like Alien.
1: It might be that'd be, that'd be yeah. if that'd be what it was. Anyway, Look, I if this... I were
0: if I were to compare this movie to anything, it would be Alien.
1: <laughs> I gave this a ten. I think this is this is. As close to perfect as the story can get respect world building and immersion is our second category mark what is your world building and immersion score
0: well and this is what i was talking about earlier it's a 10 the world the world is is (laughs) perfectly constructed
1: Yeah. yeah okay
0: uh details everywhere everything within the movie is exactly as it should be everything that is being presented to the viewer as far as cinematography and props and sound which i know i complained about earlier but like you said within the realm of the movie it makes perfect sense Mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. It, it's perfect. It, this one will suck you in and it will ruin your day, but you will be yep. immersed and the world exists.
1: My wife doesn't love horror movies, but she was fucking in on this thing, start to finish. She was glued to the TV. Yeah.
2: yeah. Jake uh i mean despite the fact that this was as i said earlier a harder watch the second time that is for very very good reason and that's because it's a perfectly constructed world this is a perfect immersion score it is a 10 same reason same score damn uh
1: you guys and i did a flip-flop thing here i gave it an eight for world billion immersion this is where i potted some of that stuff exactly Yeah, yeah, so I don't need to say it. I said, I said the reasons for that. Yeah, we,
2: we despite the fact that it's perfect, we end up net perf that the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scare
1: factor is our third category. Mark, what's your scare factor score?
0: So it, it is interesting to talk about this one because, it, yeah. you know, my first time that I watched it, I didn't even think it was a horror movie. I ended up giving this a six. It yeah. is mostly suspense. I feel like I do have like a deep physiological response to this, so I definitely have to give it better than average, but. I also don't count gore on its own and violence in general within the scare category. It's great if it's in service of like an overarching thing that's happening. And you have the, uh, you have like the home invasion or whatever we called it earlier assault elements that are built into this. But scare for me, this isn't a scare movie. It's scary how like immersed you are and how like enthralled you are in their escape plan. But this isn't. Scare in the traditional sense is what I'm getting at. So I, I mean, this kind of a hard movie review. I gave it a
2: six. All right, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a seven and a half. I I don't really know what else to say. I mean, Mark kind of said it, but I the but fact I that you're rate. having the fact that you're having like a minor coronary while watching this movie means that it's pretty high on the scare factor score. Yeah, and it does so in such a realistic fashion. That's the thing to note here.
1: Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Look, we really circled the wagons here. I gave it a seven. Yeah, um, I, a I think score. I, I'll disagree with Mark a little bit. I think Gore is is more deserving of a scare factor than Mark does. Just Gore alone. I think if you got good Gore and it makes you squirm and it does that shit, that can be a good scare factor score for a movie.
2: Yeah, this, this movie has that pulses me in a it, very unique way. Yep,
1: but it has the tension to It has it has to, for a good score. It has to have a lot of different kinds of scare. Right, we talk about that a lot. This has a few different kinds of scare and they all work well.
0: Quick note, and I'm I'm actively arguing against my own score in this case. But quick note on what this movie does right in that regard, I still think it's pretty incredible. You don't see what happens to Anton Yelchin's arm when he sticks it outside the door, right?
3: Oh, it's, it's all so
0: imagined good. violence. And then he pulls it in. There's effects of the after effects well, that, that are happening. Yeah but you that's don't see what happens and that's, that's good an amazing
2: shit. morsel is be it's 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 a nod to the fact that sometimes the most effective thing is what you don't see so you're kind of left to like you just said mark imagine what's happening and it's brutal and then you pull it in you're like oh they give you the full frontal
1: and and call ahead to our next category here yeah. boys it's a little bit of judiciously lacking to use effects effects or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category mark
0: yeah, Jack, you said it. This is a surprisingly judicious lack thereof movie. The points where they refuse to use the things that you would normally expect to see is very important. But also, yes. to reuse yes. a word from a few episodes ago, the mise-en-scene for this movie is yes. off the fucking charts. Oh. The sound is, reuse, is great. The, yes. The, well, I did that exactly. To reuse mise- three the, words. sound is not part of mise-en-scene. But the... Costumes themselves are great, but just think about, for one second, the props the yeah. that are the red shoelaces. So and good. they linger on those for a lot of individual scenes where you like have this moment to like exhale, but also you know, oh, the Brew Squad is here. And in that mm-hmm. point, the whole movie is encapsulated that they just fucking nail this whole thing.
1: And all of that is on top of a bed of good gore effects, and also, like you said, Mark... The the scenes where they don't show you something happening are more effective for it. That's that's the perfect that's the platonic ideal of judiciously lacking to use effects.
0: Exactly. I gave this a nine. My literally my only complaint is that you can kinda tell when some of the practical effects are like stuckied on top of somebody's
2: arm. Shh exactly fuck yeah Jake
0: or belly yeah
2: no I I mean I gave it an eight it's pretty much for the same reason but I think like on second viewing when you're having to look for things to like in the really tense scenes kind of help you out a little bit you're like okay it's it's effects it's not real right yeah it's not real it's on top of his arm kind of clear things like that are a little bit of a miss if you want to be so harsh but it still looks really, 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 really good. And I think that kind of getting back to the discussion we were having in the scare factor category, which is kind of incorrect, is what they choose to show and what they choose not to show is also is also pretty good. And I agree with everything Mark said in terms of the props, in terms of the sets. Sound is, for the most part, pretty good. I Yeah, it's an eight to me.
1: Look, I, I gave it an eight too. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it before. Judicious Lack Thereof movies can only get so high. This isn't a pure judicious lack thereof movie. This is absolutely no. not a judicious lack thereof I, movie, but, but it has those but elements. It gets a lot of points it, for it judicious it spots. Judicious lack it's it not, not judicious like thereof. Not yeah. everything looks perfect. Yeah. I, I'm dinging it a little bit for the sound effects with the guns at the end that are just added for I don't know, some sure. fucking stupid reason. It's it's an eight. It's it's very, very good. It's not near perfect, and it certainly isn't perfect, but it's very, very good. Can yeah. we comment real quick on the fact
0: that they made the punk band actually like believable as a like moderately okay
1: punk band? Yeah, I mean they have they have a, a what a mediocre heavy metal band doing a cover of an existing heavy metal song that's, that's pretty okay punk band playing Dead
2: Kennedy's song. You're talking about the f- yeah, I
1: wouldn't call it heavy metal. Yeah, <laughs> they they okay, they're a heavy metal band doing a cover of a punk song. How about that? That's better. They're a punk band doing a cover of. A I punk do not song. think they're. I don't think they're a punk song. A punk band.
2: I think that you would what you would classify them in our current music culture as being as a hardcore band.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Which I would categorize Conver- as a subset of heavy metal. That's wrong. Uh,
2: I mean, it can kind of converge. Oh, it's fuck. okay. Well, well if
1: that's there's that's one cool. thing we're great at, it's categorizing things. Yes, and converging. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, <laughs> let's, let's go, go to overall. <laughs> Uh, I gave this a 9. That was one of our better transitions. I feel like this might be a 10, and if any of you guys feel like giving this a 10, I'm not going to argue with it one bit, but I'm held back, and Jake commented perfectly on this earlier, by the sincere lack of joy I get out of this movie. This is a day-ruining movie. It is a perfectly constructed work of art, but... I feel like if we're watching movies it's at least in part due to escapism and if this is the world you want to escape into then <laughs> you'll woof. be there. Woof. Like woof <laughs> <I, laughs> indeed. The the purpose this serves in that realm is 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 th- it lacks a little bit of utilitarianism. I like movies to be more Entertaining is not the right word, but I do feel like I do need a little bit of fun. And there's jokes and humor stitched into this thing, but they're buried. But they're only under to make you more uncomfortable. people getting eviscerated and, and gored by dogs. Th- so those jokes only hard to exist
1: to. to make you more uncomfortable in the long run.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I gave it a nine, but I can understand if you want to go higher.
1: Hmm. Interesting,
2: Jake. Well, I gave it an eight and a half for almost the same reasons. It's funny. I I mentioned a, a movie in. I think it was like my. I think it was my What's Rocking My Horror World last week. I can't even remember what I was comparing to Requiem for a Dream, but the way I am left feeling after watching this movie (laughs) is highly similar to how I feel after watching that fucking piece of work. Wow. It is a day ruining experience, man. And I would drastically completely prefer watching Green Room like a million more times before I would watch Requiem for a Dream one more time. However, (laughs) both completely remove my ability to want to communicate with the outside world for the rest of whatever day it is that I am living in. This is a really hard watch, and it is so in like the best possible sense. But God damn, this is a fucking bleak piece of work. Eight and a half.
1: Look, I was oscillating between an eight and a nine on okay, this
2: right? one. So you gave it an eight and a half.
1: No, I didn't. I don't give half that. scores. <laughs> I settled on an eight. Oh, okay. And you know why I think I settled we on an eight? We circled the wagons.
2: Great. We really okay, did. Okay, good.
1: But you know why I think I settled on an eight? Why? I think I settled on an eight because of the sheer number of fire extinguisher scenes and how absurd they
2: <laughs> are. Use <laughs> the fire really extinguisher. Think... That's the first time i have talking about it. Use it.
1: Uh, I really think that that is what bumped me down to an eight from a nine. But yeah, that's fair look, dog. this is a great movie. You must watch it. It's a hard watch, but you'll be you'll you'll like it. Uh, you'll like having watched it. I don't know that you'll Maybe. like watching it.
0: I guess so. Yeah. You'll yeah. like having watched it eventually. Eventually.
2: So, guys, in what might be the easiest battle we've ever had, Ernie's waiting in the wings, salivating. I don't like that you gave him that feature most recently. Well, I thought he needed it. Jack, it was required per NIST standard, actually. Jack gave it the lowest score, Mark gave it the highest score. Jack, let's start with you. Nope, pass. Why?
1: Because <laughs> you should watch this movie. Fuck, pass. Look, sh- I'll say the shit I'm supposed to say about how this is a hard one. If you're in to be in a, in a group setting, it's hard to watch or whatever. you got to pay attention. There's a lot of stuff going on. No, it's good on many levels. You should watch it, regardless of what setting you're in. A seed.
2: Mark, what's your rebuttal? <laughs> nope, pass. Great, everyone passed. <laughs> Ernie's handing me something saying, guys, actually, this might be kind of hard to watch with your friends because it's <laughs> yeah. a joyless sack. <laughs> Uh, I think, Everyone I right. wins, though. Everyone needs to feel better, and we all win. Yay! Enjoy your day. That was Ernie's note.
1: <laughs> Ernie's note says go watch Making It.
2: Basically. <laughs> Basically.
1: Feels like it might be time to get the fuck out of here
2: yeah might as well be this has been episode 103 of the A to Z so check out everything we have going on head over to A to Z or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels that is Facebook, that is Twitter and those links are right down there in the I, description I've been
1: tweeting up a storm
2: recently thanks for the admission Jack admission? you're admitting that you're tweeting oh I have not because Twitter scares me I don't know what to say moving on Grab that phone that you're holding right now, I'm sure, as you're trying to get the hell out of here because that was so awkward. Go ahead, give the podcast a rating, a like, a review. Reviews really help, guys. Or just send that link of this episode right on over to somebody you know who likes horror movies, likes funny people, maybe. Maybe we're funny. Believe it or not, that helps a whole hell of a lot. As always, the music's been coming at you from Super Bear. That link's going to be right down there there in the description below as well. And next week, we're continuing on with our second-to-last user-recommended movie. This one's coming at us from Grace, and we're going to check out quite the change of pace. It's the original House on Haunted Hill. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody.
0: I'm impressed by almost everything you do that isn't a mess up. Well, I'm an impressive man, Mark. The secret to happiness, Mark.